Hello there, and a very warm welcome to the Unconditional Healing Podcast. I'm Jeff Ruman. I've been a long-time teacher of Buddhist meditation and psychology for the last 40 years. And I've also been blessed with a chronic illness for the last 20 years. Both of those experiences in my life come into play in the Unconditional Healing Podcast, where we explore the uncomfortable, often painful, often dark issues in our life, and the many ways to transform that adversity and pain into wisdom, compassion, and a sense of well-being. If you'd like more information about unconditional healing or the healing circles, please visit our website at unconditionalhealing.org. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy. Hello again and welcome. As you heard in the intro, this podcast is about discovering and reinforcing a new model of health for difficult times that I call unconditional healing. Essentially, it is a more expansive view of health and wellness that has the potential to transform our relationship to pain, adversity, and illness. And who wouldn't want that? We do that by working on our mental, emotional, and spiritual health, and not just on our physical situation alone. If we ignore those aspects of our life when dealing with health, we limit ourselves to a very constrained, simplistic notion of health that offers no opportunity for growth, transformation, or even self-caring. Now, most of our suffering comes from our attitude toward adversity and not the actual situation itself. When things go well, we tend to get complacent. But then adversity awakens us out of our sleepy complacency. It brings a sense of urgency and focus, and it helps us to discriminate the essential from the superficial in our life. Many people have used the teachings and practices of unconditional healing to make a fresh start in their life, a reboot moment, so to speak, to become more present, more compassionate and empathetic, and more open to their deepest sense of self. So in this initial episode, I'd like to take a deeper dive into my own journey and how I came to present the unconditional healing teachings and programs altogether. I first started having uh, symptoms in uh, 1999, and uh, I went to a slew of uh, doctors, and eventually they told me it was neurological and not anything like um, a reflux disease or anything simple uh, like that. I ended up making my way to uh, New York City to uh, one of the finest um, hospitals and uh, doctors in the neurological realm, and I was initially diagnosed with ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. 
It wasn't a clear diagnosis. They wanted me to come back for more invasive tests, but I really balked at that. Uh, I didn't want to hear in my own mind, my own consciousness. I didn't want to hear that diagnosis because I thought, what exactly would I do with that information since there was no known cause and no known cure to that illness? What exactly, where exactly would I go from there? But the doctor told me that uh, there was a 95% chance it was ALS uh, after running some tests, taking some blood work, and that was uh, good enough for me in terms of leaving the uh, conventional medical system for the next 10 years. I was absolutely terrified, but I decided to go off on my own and do my own research and consult alternative medical practitioners in all sorts of uh, realms, such as uh, Korean medicine, Tibetan medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncturists, chiropractors, um, psychics, healers of all kinds. In addition to doing my own research on the web, uh, which was in its infancy at that time, fortunately I was already uh, working in that field, in that arena. So I ended up doing research around uh, 20 hours a week for months and months and months. And I learned a tremendous amount about um, well-being, about uh, diet, about lifestyle. Um, I uh, consulted with other people who were uh, ill in a similar way. And um, I continued on that journey for uh, several years. At the very same time that all that uh, research and uh, um, seeking out other uh, practitioners was going on. I also consulted with my my Buddhist teachers and sought their advice on how to work with uh, terror and fear and um, uh, a daunting future. And uh, eventually they um, led me on to certain practices and teachings of an unconditional nature. And by that, I mean there was a, uh, a vision of health that not only included uh, the physical realm, but also included the uh, mental, the emotional, and the spiritual realms as well. And that became the area of my focus while I was working on the uh, physical realm in other um, research projects. These two paths came together in a very odd way. I was working with holistic doctors whom uh, the symptoms weren't the main focus. They were working on the underlying root cause of my illness, which my uh, other conventional doctors uh, were completely unwilling to explore with me. They only wanted to work with symptoms and offer me a drug that would uh, maintain my life for a little bit longer than is normally uh, 
normally seen with this uh, type of neurological illness. And then on the um, on the Buddhist side, my teachers were working with an inherent sense of well-being and letting me, um, showing me how to tap into that through various practices and uh, teachings, and then um, uh, proclaim that um, human beings are inherently healthy, no matter what circumstances they're facing in their life, even on their deathbed, there can be a sense of inherent unconditional health and well-being. So I, I started to calm down, uh, the terror started to uh, dissipate, and I started to work with my illness in a, uh, a more uh, sane and uh, less fearful way. So much so that in 2006, inspired by my own experiences of working with the illness, among my study of various teachings, on working with adversity and pain and illness, I developed a program which uh, at that time was entitled Unconditional Healing, Embracing Illness and Adversity and Discovering One's True Self. The initial workshop was attended by about uh, 17 or 18 folks, and it presented uh, bedrock principles of unconditional health and well-being, and a very unique way of working with painful situations that uh, reduced one's suffering, one's fears, and one's feeling of helplessness in the middle of adversity immensely. It attracted people undergoing all sorts of adversity, not only illness, but uh, divorce, a loss of a loved one. Uh, we had a few caregivers who were uh, dealing with uh, very severely ill partners. And in a very direct way, that uh, initial workshop was a game changer for me because it, it really addressed my feelings of isolation and, and self-blame, that uh, there were others undergoing uh, severe adversity, and together we could uh, support each other and reinforce our own sense of goodness and uh, wisdom in the midst of intense adversity and confusion. I learned that this approach could really help people not only to cope, but even to thrive while undergoing immense difficulties in their life. And so I began to offer this around the country again and again to others uh, who were suffering in a similar way with immense adversity in their life. Life-changing adversity, turning the world upside down adversity. Then, after teaching several of these uh, workshops, I realized there was something else needed to provide some ongoing support for people who are struggling. Otherwise, they would just come to the workshop and have an experience which was life-enhancing and very upbeat for them, but then it would dissipate after they left the weekend. So. What I did was establish post-workshop meetings called healing circles. And they were basically support groups 
to enhance the teachings that participants had received during the weekend. And then, of course, uh, they also provided ongoing support for the particular adversity in their lives from which they were still suffering from. Today, there are ongoing healing circles operating within the Los Angeles and New York City area. And in addition, I started a few years ago to do virtual healing circles using the Zoom platform. And the virtual healing circles allowed people who were not in the LA or New York City area to attend and uh, they came from all over the uh, country and uh, from international destinations as well. So I was doing the uh, virtual healing circles around uh, every four to six weeks, and then when the pandemic hit, I uh, saw the uh, need to do them uh, a lot more frequently, so I started doing the uh, virtual healing circles weekly, and um, I developed and gave talks during this period with such titles as Managing Hope and Fear During Hyper-Stressful Times, The Transforming Nature of Suffering, and The Wisdom of Adversity among them. So, in a nutshell, that sums up my intention for the podcast altogether to provide support and to help people view adversity in their lives as an opportunity rather than as an outright calamity. In the future, I'll be giving talks on the unconditional healing teachings and practices, as well as conducting interviews from time to time with kindred spirits, as well as those who have benefited from this approach toward adversity and illness in their own life. Okay, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. To learn more, check out our website at unconditionalhealing.org. That's unconditionalhealing.org. All one very long word. While there, you can subscribe to our newsletter and register for an upcoming virtual healing circle. The healing circles are free, and you can register by going to upcoming events on the unconditionalhealing.org website. And please rate us with a 5 on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Thanks again.